You're watching The Sports Objective, the podcast for pirates. Pirate fans, welcome into the show tonight. Excited to uh, be here as always. And another season, we're, we're about halfway through here. And, you know, seems like these weeks are just flying by. But just like that, we're heading into week seven. Um, you know, you got to enjoy every week of the college football season because it does go very quickly. Um, looking forward to this weekend. Let me take a second here and welcome in my partner, of ESPN three, Jay Sunhalter. Jay, how you doing tonight? I'm great, Maddie. Good to be good to be with you and Bubba. I can't believe it's already mid season. Unbelievable, right? It's uh, every year September tends to fly by, and uh, you know. But I'll tell you, I, I love October, November college football as the weather starts to change a little bit. You know, you start to get, get some snow, some sleet, some wind changes the game. You know, the dynamics of the game a little bit, Jay. Yeah, I mean, this is when it, everything really gets good because conference play starting, you know, teams are buying for conference championships, bowl games, and then football weather is October. You know, football is not fun in August when it's 110 degrees. Football is fun when it's cooler, and you know, I think everybody is, looks forward to this time of year. Yeah, no doubt about it, Jay. And uh, so, hey, buddy, so, hey, we are officially tied on the season. Uh, we're both 14 14- – 15 and 16, excuse me. I mean, that's that's pretty consistent. Hey, at least we're not – neither one of us are doing great. At least we're losing together. <laughs> we still – we still, our hot streak's still on the horizon. Our hot streak, hot streak's going to start this week. Yeah. I, I told you my ego was a little bruised a few weeks ago, so I wanted to bounce back. And uh, I'll tell you, I feel pretty good about my picks last weekend, except, though – I'll take heat for this one. I, well, the both of us, I mean, we both liked Oklahoma to cover the seven point spread against Texas. And, uh, you know, they, they took a woodshed beating 49 to nothing, uh, which neither one of us expected. What, what the heck is going on at Oklahoma? I mean, I know they lost a bunch of players, but I can't believe that happened on Saturday, especially after they started off the season so good. Right. It, it, it's, it's bizarre. I mean, I was saying to you guys before the show, Jay, in, in your lifetime, has Oklahoma ever lost a game anywhere close to 49 nothing? I mean, that, that just doesn't happen in Norman. Yeah, I mean, that shouldn't happen. So, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know what's going on there. There's something, because when we're looking at a game, I mean, it's a rivalry game. I, you know, and Oklahoma's been down the past couple of weeks. You figure they're going to kind of find a way or at least keep it close. But that thing was over. I mean, that thing was over before it started. So they've got some things they've got to fix over there. And you know, I know they've lost a lot of people to the transfer portal and new coaching staff and everything. And I like Brent Venables, you know, from his past, but there, there's something going on there. And they're going to have to figure out a solution this season to get it right, you know, with recruiting and getting new guys in there. Yeah, you know the fans down in, in, in Oklahoma are not going to – they're not going to put up with that very long uh, – Hard to believe an Oklahoma team with all the talent they get, even on a down year, could ever be this bad. You know, it's it's kind of shocking. But, hey, it is what it is. Maybe they have a chance to right the ship. Um, and, you know, speaking of Oklahoma, Jay, they have – it's not going to get easier for them this weekend. 
as they host the Kansas Jayhawks. Your, I'm going to say your Kansas Jayhawks, Jay, because that's been your team all year. Yeah, they've they've been unbelievable. I mean, even though they didn't win that game, I'm a big fan of theirs, and they talked to the players and coaches. I'm just so happy for them because that school's been you know so so you know so hard to find wins in the past, and then Lane Slipold came in last year turned it around and they've got the right coach, the right players, and they deserve to win over there. So they're one of my favorite teams. Yeah, absolutely. You love to see that there. Uh, unfortunately, the quarterback went down with an injury. So, you know, you hope that that they're able to, you know, keep things going in the right direction. Um, but I'll tell you, Jay, one of our, one of the games we previewed last week um, was the UCLA game, UCLA at home, uh, hosting Utah, Utah was a three and a half point favorite. Both of us liked the Bruins at home, and they got it done in a big way. That's a team right now. You know, when you look around college football and you think about, all right, who's kind of the surprise team of the year that nobody really saw coming? That's just incredibly hot right now is UCLA. Yeah, I mean it's amazing. I mean, and kind of when you look at the roster. They've got a veteran quarterback guy that's been there for many years and a bunch of guys that have been coming up. And even though they haven't won anything really until this year, they've been building and they, nobody really said anything. And then now all of a sudden, you know, looking at their record, they're undefeated and they've got a chance because they play so well along the offense and defensive line and that they've got a really good running game, smart quarterback. So they've got, you know, a lot of pieces that you want to have a good year. Yeah. Very impressive team. And I, I, you know, Again, I'll say going into the season, I was not a believer in UCLA. Um, but that team, they're on fire right now. They're playing really good football. And they're they're not just winning by two or three points. I mean, they're putting it on teams pretty good. So you got to be impressed with what's uh what's going on out there. And I'm I I rarely, as you know, I rarely give any credit to the Pac 12. So uh, <laughs> you know, not my brand of football out there. Well, and rarely do they deserve it. So <laughs> you're, yeah. I agree with you. <laughs> and they haven't but, as of late. Exactly. Yeah. But hey, you got to give credit where credit's due, right? So um, so you know what we're gonna do, we're gonna we're gonna preview um the the top five games in college football this week as we do every week. But before we do that, we like to just do a little recap of the East Carolina game every week. And um Jay, you know, I, one of my worst fears came true and Pirates heading down to New Orleans to play a good Tulane team um, who has it all going in the right direction and, you know, just didn't play well at all, didn't execute offensively and, you know, takes it takes a big loss there. What, what are your thoughts on that game? Well, I mean, the, the biggest thing is that's a tough ball game going on the road to Tulane. Tulane's outstanding. So we knew going into that ball game that was going to be a tough one. I mean, I think, you know, obviously the South Florida game was a huge win. Then you come back and you have a tough loss against a really good team. How are they going to respond? That's what I look towards. You know, how are they going to respond this weekend against Memphis? How are they going to respond against UCF? Because this schedule coming up, this is the meat of the schedule, all conference games except for BYU. But I mean, this is this is a tough stretch of opponents. So how do you get back up after you face the adversity? You know, how are they going to come out and play? That's the thing that, you know, for for them. You have to look at these past three games. There's a lot of good, and then there's some things, you know, they wish they could take back or some outcomes they wish they could change. But now the rest of the season is really going to tell what this season's all about. So it's going to be important for them, especially this week in practice, to make sure they, they get their focus 
their focus redirected after a tough game and, and get back and, and, you know, play their best ball on Saturday. Yeah, I agree with you totally, Jay. I mean, I, I, I expect this game to be an absolute bloodbath against Memphis. Like you're going to have two teams that, you know, kind of wounded animals, uh, Memphis coming off that painful loss to Houston where they blew, I don't know if it was a 14 or a 17 point lead late in the game. Um, but you know, Houston scored, got an onside kick, scored again, and that was a brutal loss for Memphis. And then obviously the Pirates who, you know, the word that comes to mind for me this week, I've been kind of saying it over and over, not to sound like a broken record, but underachieving. That's the word that comes to mind. I feel like this team is just not getting it done for the talent they have. And so I do expect the Pirates to come back this week with a chip on their shoulder at home um, because really, you know, Hard to believe, but we're at that point in the season now, Jay. This is the tipping point. You know, if you drop another conference game, you're going to have a hard time really obviously winning a conference championship, but now even maybe getting into a bowl game. Yeah, I mean, it's all about when you look at any team, it's about, you know, what's their talent level? Like, what's the potential? And then, you know, do do you stay consistent week in and week out, and how much better do you get? And the goal for East Carolina or any team is, hey, we got to get better each week. But also, you know, we need to play consistently good. You know, we're not going to play perfect every week, but we can't play great, then bad, then in the middle, then bad, then great. We need to be consistently good to great every week. And those are the teams that, you know, go undefeated or, you know, lose one game. So that's got to be the goal is, hey, the past six games are over. We learned a lot but we got to get back on that trajectory to, you know, winning ball games, being consistent and continuing to get better because a lot of teams don't get better or, you know, they don't, they don't play their best. They get in a conference play and some teams rise and some teams fall. You want to be the team that's continuing to rise. Absolutely. Jay. That's a great point. That, that is a great point. And Mike Houston's teams tend to have a, uh, a way of getting better as the season goes on. I've kind of observed that about his teams over the years. When you look back at where he's been, um, and you know, the other thing, Jay, I wanted to mention, you kind of look at the American conference, you can see the way it's taking shape now, you know, Cincinnati at the top, but I- I'll tell you, I think Tulane is right there with Cincinnati. Um, I really do. I think that from a coaching standpoint, they're right there. I really like the quarterback. Um, they're just a very poised team. They don't make a lot of mistakes to beat themselves. Um, I think Tulane is right there. And then UCF, I think, is nipping at their heels a little bit. Yeah, I mean, Tulane's legit. Tulane is great, and they've got a great quarterback. Anytime you have you know, Michael Pratt, you're going to have a chance. And UCF as well. But, I mean, when you look at those teams, I mean, none of them none of them scare me, but they've been consistently pretty good. So anybody can win in this league. It's it's again it's it's about who's getting better and who can limit turnovers. I mean I mean really you know there's Alabama isn't in the American, but you've got to play you've got to play consistent. You have to you know have no turnovers. And this goes for any team, whether East Carolina or anybody else. That's who's going to win the league because I think we all agree Cincinnati is drastically di- they're still really good, but they're drastically different from last year where they had all those draft picks. It's a great point. That is a great point. And, uh, you know, there's no doubt the turnovers will, will kill you every time. As we're seeing here at East Carolina, these turnovers are just killing us. Some of these interceptions, some of these fumbles. But we'll get more into that game later. Um, the one other team, speaking of teams on the rise, 
that I wanted to mention, Jay. How about Navy just absolutely blowing out a pretty good Tulsa team? Um, Navy is one of these teams. They tend to get better every year as the season goes on. Um, you're better off playing them in September, <laughs> preferably the first two weeks of the season, because they're they're always going to get better. Well, they, they've got a young team, too. So, you know, it's not surprising they started off slow. When they played East Carolina, you know, they have the bye week, which definitely helped them. But that's what Navy does. I mean, they get better. And that offense, especially, it takes so much time to kind of get into a rhythm. But it seems like they hit their stride on defense. They're small and they're undersized. But they do a lot of different schemes. So I think they're kind of getting into a flow now. And, you know, right as they get into conference play. Absolutely. And you saw that that graphic there on the bottom of the screen, 450 yards rushing against Tulsa. That's that's not a bad day at the office. So uh, great performance there. But with that said, Jay, let's go ahead and get into it, my friend. Uh, another week, another chance to make some great picks here. Uh, some really, really outstanding games this weekend. And uh, Bubba, our producer tonight, Bubba Rosenbaum, R- Rosenbaum uh, who does a great job. Uh, helping us out here is going to put the first one on the screen here. And we have number three, Alabama, Jay, a seven-point favorite heading into Knoxville against number six, Tennessee. Huge Good game gosh. Here. Yeah, this is a tough one. I mean, you look at that and you're like, gosh, Tennessee's great. They can cover that at home. You never know about Alabama. So I'm going to go with Crimson Tide. Ooh. That was a confident pick, Jay. There was no hesitation there. I There's hesitation in my heart, but confidence verbally. <laughs> this is a tough <laughs> one for me. I mean, I don't, you know, Alabama's looked legit in some games and also looked vulnerable. So I, I'm, I'm going to say that they can go ahead and do this on the road, but I, I don't feel too confident in it. Now, here's the question. Is Bryce Young, I, what is his status? Uh you know, I had heard he, he could be out for, uh, you know, a pretty long period of time here. Have you heard anything more or maybe Bubba has about his status? Because obviously that's a guy, that's, that's a Heisman quarterback. Yeah, and I, and I was saying that. I was, I'm picking them even with their backup in. But, I mean, that that's, that's where I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's going to happen there. I mean – I think they're hopeful, but I don't, I don't have anything definitive. Yeah, no, I got you. I got you. So, I, you know, hey, I th- this is an interesting one. Tennessee is a hot team right now. I mean, they absolutely demolished LSU last week on the road. Um, another, you know, you see some really weird games lately with these these teams historically that are so great, like LSU just taking these these, you know, blowout losses. But – I think this is the biggest game in Knoxville in probably 20 years. Um, you know, here they are. They're ranked number six. They've had some really good wins this year. Um, they're, that that fan base is going to be electric. It's going to be absolutely electric. Um, love the quarterback for Tennessee. And I love their ability to score points. And I just have a feeling, you know, Tennessee is that they've been trying to break through for a long time. And I, I like the fact that – here's the thing. I like the fact they're in Knoxville, Jay, and I like the fact that they're getting Alabama's second-string quarterback, who at this point is a little more of a runner than he is a thrower. So I'm going to go out on a limb here. 
I know it's a seven point spread, but I'm going to see, I'm going to say Tennessee gets it done at home uh, in a very close game. I think they pull away late and maybe win this game by a touchdown or 10 points. See, I, I agree with you, Maddie. The, the reason I'm going with Alabama is why would they be favored on the right. against the top six team? You know, that's that's where I'm I'm just like, what does Vegas know that I don't know? But really, in my heart, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I agree with the balls. Yeah, it's a great point. I mean, what do they know? Um, maybe they're just not believers in Tennessee. I just, I'll tell you, though, I just can't wait to watch that game. It's going to be electric. Um, can you imagine what is it? One hundred and ten thousand people in that stadium are going to be going crazy. So that's going to be a really fun game to watch. It's a three thirty kickoff on CBS. So um, to me, you know that, in my opinion, that's the best game of the week and maybe the best game of the season to this point. Well, I, I kind of leaned on both sides. So if I lose that one, at least give me a half a point since I threw in a plug for Tennessee. You, you can hedge it. You can hedge it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here we go, Jay, moving right along. Number 10, Penn State at number five, Michigan. Michigan is a seven-point favorite at home. What are your thoughts here, Jay? Well, I mean, I think this rivalry game, I think this is going to be really close. Again, I'm surprised the spread is seven. Mm. It's like, well, why would it be that high? But I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go against the grain, and I know we we're probably gonna pick differently on this one. But I'm gonna go Michigan minus seven. Okay, all right. Hey, listen, you can never go wrong with the Wolverines at home in the big house. Um, so I have a, I have quite a bit to say about this one. I I, I did some research <laughs> on this one, as I typically do, Jay. Right. So you look at take a look at Michigan here. They're undefeated. Their margin of victory is, is is massive. But if you take a look at their schedule, they've played – first of all, every game has been at home. Um, they've literally played some of the worst teams in the country. They played UConn. They beat them by about 100. They played Colorado State, who – this might be Colorado State's worst team ever. They played Hawaii, who is absolutely atrocious football team. Um, then you look at some of their Big, t- big Ten opponents, right? They played a bad Iowa team with no offense. They played a bad Indiana team who got blown out by, by our conference mate Cincinnati. No shame there. But this is not the Indiana team that we've seen in recent years. So what's my point? My point is Michigan's been beating up on awful teams. They played one team with a pulse, and that's Maryland. Okay, that's the one team they played with a pulse, and they almost lost that game at home, I think they won 24-17. They were able to pull it out. So, uh, and then I look at Penn State. I-, I love what they're doing at Penn State. They have a lot of great young talent. Um, love the freshman running back. Uh, I think they have it moving in the right direction. So, you know, the big question for me is Sean Clifford. He's, he's so Jekyll and Hyde. He can have incredible games, and then you see him the next week, and he's, you know, he doesn't look so great. and. You know, not the most consistent quarterback. Um, but with that said, I think this is going to be an absolute war. Uh, I think they're two pretty even teams. I thought this would be, in my opinion, I think this is more of a pick em game with a slight favorite to the Wolverines since it's in the, it's in the big house. Seven-point spread shocked me, Jay. 
shocked me. So I'm going to go with the Nittany Lions um, to not only cover the spread, but money line to just actually win the game outright in the big house. Confidence. Well, they, all your all your stats and everything make total sense. I mean, I'm I'm with you 100. Again, I I mean, I that Alabama one and this one. I mean, I can't believe the spread is that high. Because to me, to me, the Alabama game. You know, if you're going to go Alabama, you would have thought you know maybe minus three Alabama, not minus seven. Same with Michigan. Right. I mean, maybe minus three, minus four. I, that's why I'm shocked that it's that high. Exactly. And, and Penn State's been good on the road. I mean, they went down to Auburn a few weeks ago and they beat them by about 35. Um, so I, I'm really surprised. And, and to your point, though, Jay, it's like, what does Vegas know that we don't? Because they know a lot more than we do. So unfortunately, but uh, love that game. I love that matchup. Um, and, and yeah, to Bubba's point, Penn State with a very close win at Purdue, who's proven to be a good football team. Uh, you know, very solid football team. So that's going to be another fun one to watch. Um, so there's, I think those are the two biggest games of the week, in my opinion. Um, what, what's what's next, Bubba? All right. Number eight, Oklahoma State at number 13, TCU, who's a four-point favorite at home. Jay, what do you think? All right, I'm going to go with the underdog. I'm going to go with Oklahoma State on the road to cover. TCU had a tough game with Kansas last week. It's tough to play, you know, that well two weeks in a row. I'm going to go with uh, with Oklahoma State to go in and, and at least cover the four points. I like that pick. I mean, the Big 12, is, in my opinion, the Big 12 is the hardest conference to, to, to try to predict these winners. I mean, it's just like you never know. But uh, TCU – Great job last week going on the road at Kansas and, and finding a way to get it done there. That was a tremendous game. Um, TCU comes back home, four-point favorite. That's another spread that I just can't wrap my head around. Oklahoma State can score points like crazy. They do they do give up points, but they can score points like crazy. I'm with you on this one, Jay, 100%. I think Oklahoma State um, finds a way to cover that four-point spread and Mike Gundy uh, gets it done. First agreement of the night. All right, Bubba. Got a little technical difficulty here. All right. All right, Jay, here we go. Number 15. Here we go. Had a little technical difficulty there for a second. My bad. Um, Number 15, NC State at number 18, Syracuse. Syracuse is a three. Am I seeing this right? Syracuse is a three and a half point favorite at home. Yeah, here here we go. So Devin Leary's not playing. NC State on the road. You know, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with the backup quarterback. Syracuse is ranked. Playing great. I'm gonna go with Syracuse, maybe with with uh with the home field advantage. I think that's gonna help him out. So Leary's he's hurt. He's not playing. The the Jay, correct me if I'm wrong here. I don't know if you remember this. The quarterback, the backup that came in. I think his name is is it Powers? Is that right? It's uh it's it's Jack Chambers. Chambers, thank you. Yeah. Now was from he, Charleston Southern. Yeah. 
So is he the guy that like basically yeah. ran all over us? In the so first yeah, half he was at, he was at Charleston Southern. Yeah, he's a Charleston Southern, really good player. And he came in he came in in the second half when Leary got hurt. Now he didn't throw the ball like they didn't have him throw it. But I mean, he you know he. Yeah, he's 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 going to be the starter. It very. I'm glad you mentioned that because I, I I didn't realize that Leary wasn't playing this week. So here here's Kyle Barber with with a comment: NC State quarterback out. Give me the orange. So so Kyle sounds very confident in that one. Um, so Jay going up to the Carrier Dome here. So 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 what are your thoughts on the spread here? I, I'm going to go with Syracuse. I think they're going to pull it out. I think they're going to cover the three and a half. Okay. All right. I'll tell you, uh, they've been really good at home this year. You know, they had, they've had some good home wins. They beat Purdue at home. Uh, really, really impressive win. They, they, they beat Virginia a few weeks ago. Um, they've been very solid. Offensively, they're, they're really disgusting to watch, to, to be honest. They don't really have the seem, seem to have like a great offensive system. The quarterback just runs all over the field and, and just kind of like makes plays with his feet and finds a way to beat people. Um, defensively though, they're very good. So if Leary was playing Jay, I would say NC state, but with the backup quarterback, I think that puts them in a position where they're a little more one dimensional. Um, and, uh, I'm going to agree with you. I'll take the cues, the orange, but I'm going to agree with, with Kyle Barber too. The cues gets it done in the carrier dome. And it's been a while since we've seen a Syracuse team in the top, you know, 16 like this. So it's nice to see. Bubba, what do we got next here, my friend? Uh, all right, Jay. Going back out to the West Coast, the Pac-12. Number seven, USC at number 20, Utah. Utah is a three-and-a-half point favorite at home. <laughs> yeah, this is, yeah, this is this is one you're like – you know, I can't believe Utah lost last week, but UCLA is good on the road. That was a trap game before this big one. I'm going to go with Utah cover. I think USC is due for a loss, and Utah is going to come back home and protect the home field advantage and and uh, give USC the first loss of the season. I like it. I like that pick. You know, every one of these games is tough. Let me say this, Jay. You know, even though we have like a 500 record for the season – we're not looking for like scrub games to pick easy winners. We're picking the hardest games every week, you know? Yeah. Well, oh yeah. So these are tough games to pick. And this is another one. Um, you, Utah, I'll tell you, they've been, that's a team I was, I was very high on coming into the season because just because of the way they, they won the PAC 12 last year. And then the way they played in the Rose bowl against Ohio state, I was really, really high on Utah. They came into the season ranked number four. Um, they've been a little bit disappointing, you know, with that opening game loss at Florida in the swamp. They kind of pulled it back together. And then last week they got beat up on pretty good at UCLA. Um, but now they go back home and they're always a dangerous team at home. Um, and I, you know, I think it's to be a really close game, but I, I agree with you here. I think, I think Utah, it's three and a half. That's uh, a tough spread. I would love it at three, but at three and a half, I'm just going to say I think Utah, only because they're home, 
finds a way to, to bounce back and get it done here. So I'm going to agree with you on that one. Yeah, I mean, I just think it, the pressure gets higher and higher when you're undefeated. In Utah, again, they've lost a couple. They're a really good team, but they can't lose another one. And I, I think, you know, even though everybody comes out with that mentality to win, sometimes some teams are more desperate than others. So I think they're going to win at home. Yeah, I hope so. I hope they do, Jay. I'm just not a fan of USC, you know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I just I think that ranking is a little a little bit too high um, for for where they are right now. I mean, I'm just not ready to say that they're a number seven team in the country um, playing that schedule out in the Pac-12. So, and then you know, as as Bubba put up here, plus the USC D is shaky. Yeah, I mean that that's that's a good point. So. Um, interesting to watch, but, uh, you know, I hope Utah gets it done at home. All right, Bubba. Was that all five? That was, we, we hit on all five, Jay. We hit on all five, uh, pretty quickly. So, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's every game. All right. Thanks buddy. Um, so with that said, um, Going back to take a look at the East Carolina Memphis game now. Uh, just talk a little bit more about this one, Bubba. It's a three and a half point spread. Am I correct, or is it now up to five? Last I saw it, guys, it was up to five. Uh, I will see if it's held there, but because that was yesterday, but uh, it opened at three or three and a half, and then rose to five. Okay. So wait. So now, Bubba, just to backtrack for a minute before we move on, I want to get your thoughts here. I want to get your thoughts on two of the biggest games of the week. Um, taking a look at that Alabama game in Knoxville. What, what do you think about that one? I think I lost you, Jay. Can you hear Bubba? No, no, I'm here though. I think, I think, I think we, I think you cut out on us, Bubba. All right, so another apologize for the technical difficulties tonight. We're having a little bit here, uh, Bubba cut out there. But so Jay, looking at this this East Carolina game, um, favorite at home. What do you think? Who do you think is going to pull this game out? Okay, here I'm. I'm here. Okay, so. <laughs> I, I mean, I think it's all going to come down to, you know, which team tough losses each Memphis and East Carolina last week. Which team, you know, is more desperate? Which team has more to prove? Which team is going to come out fired up and looking to rebound from last week? So I think the first quarter is going to be really important in this game. Um, I think East Carolina is going to go back to winning in the line play. And I think East Carolina is going to come out and, and play a really good game and win the ball game. All right. I like it. You know, I, one of the big things I'm looking for this this week, Jay, is Keaton Mitchell. Um, he should be he should be healthy. Last week, I felt like he still wasn't quite there. The way he was, he ran well, and he's banged up obviously with that hip pointer. I thought he was running a little bit more laterally, a little more sideline to sideline, and not really hitting, you know, getting north as they say, and 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 getting upfield. Um, and I think that was a sign that he's banged up. But another week later. I expect him to be, you know, much healthier. And he's the type of guy where 
you know, if he can give you one of those explosive plays a game where he, you know, he breaks through and he takes off for like a 50 or 60 yard game, you know, that can make all the difference. So um, really hoping to see, you know, Keaton Mitchell healthy here, Jay. Well, I think the health, you know, especially this time of the year where for East Carolina, you know, injuries, you know, injuries are, are, you know, coming into play with some of the, some of the guys on the team. So if he's healthy and he, he can have those explosive plays when he has that threat of the big runs or catch where he can take it the distance, it opens up everything and more opportunities. And then it really puts the defense on their heels. Yeah, absolutely. We, we, we've missed his big playability, his explosive play and, you know, Marlon Gunn, you got you got to love what he's doing as a true freshman. He got a little banged up last week too, but he's going to be fine to play. And, you know, uh, Jalen Johnson, our wide receiver is apparently he's questionable Sounds like he's got a nagging uh, back injury, maybe some back spasms or, or something along those lines, but something's going on with his back there. And, um, you know, Jay, I don't know if you saw Donnie Kirkpatrick's press conference today, but our true freshman Brock Spaulding, um, Donnie mentioned that he's been practicing really well. Uh, they wanted to redshirt him, but he feels like he's, you know, maybe just too good to keep off the field. So we might see him get some run this week. Well, and, and I've seen him from high school and his tape, and he's a really good route runner, has excellent speed, good hands. I mean, he's going to be a guy that's a great player. So I know they've really you know been excited about what he's shown. So if he gets an opportunity, I think he's got the ability to make plays. Yeah, absolutely. Jay, what kind of score do you think this game is going to look like? Like when, you know, when it's all said and done, you know, obviously we don't know, you know, we can't predict uh, – <laughs> The exact score, but just like roughly, like are you are you thinking this is like a thirty-five to thirty type game, a high-scoring game? Like, what are you seeing here? I, I think it's going to be in the twenties. Okay. I think it'll be somewhere in the twenties because I think East Carolina's you know, defense is really good, and I think Memphis. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think it's going to be a contested ball game. I don't think each team is going to, you know, go run up and down the field. I think there's going to be good offense and good defense, but I, I believe it's going to be in the twenties. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good call. And hey, whatever whatever East Carolina has in the tank, uh, and hey, great 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 point by Kyle Barber. Brock Spalding, I hear he has balls. Yeah, hey, uh, I definitely hope so. So uh, you know, hopefully he can get it done this weekend. But um, I like I was just gonna say, and this will be my final point of the night. But I think whatever East Carolina has left in the tank, you know, they need to they need to basically come out and empty the playbook they need to be creative um they need to pull out pull out all the stops to get a win here because if again if you lose this game you're really behind the eight ball with ucf coming in next saturday night jay so um hopefully the crowd is is loud really into the game it's a 7 30 kickoff uh should be a pretty wild uh environment in greenville and uh you know looking forward to that one so with that said, Jay, Jay, where are you this weekend? I will be at Campbell. So Robert Morris at Campbell on Saturday, and then uh, high school on Friday night, Millbrook and Wakefield. So have a Friday, Saturday coming up. So can't wait. Should be good games, and then uh, be able to watch East Carolina. Another busy weekend for you, buddy. Uh, appreciate you as always. Love the picks. Have a uh, have a great call and a great weekend. And, uh, you know, with that said, appreciate everybody tuning in tonight. Please visit our 
YouTube channel at the Sports Objective. Please uh, like, subscribe, uh, give us a thumbs up. And uh, once again, appreciate everybody tuning in. Have a great night and go Pirates. You're watching the Sports Objective, the podcast for pirates. Listen to the show pretty much everywhere podcasts are found. Be sure to follow us on social media at the Sports OBJ on Twitter and TikTok at the Sports Objective on Instagram. Like and follow our Facebook page and subscribe to our YouTube channel. As always, we appreciate you listening to the show. And go Pirates! Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.